What is up, everybody? It's the mailman, Jimmy Milstead, and yes, we are back after a little bit of a hiatus. It's the Small Package, episode 12, and tonight we're talking about hockey. And what hockey are we talking about? We're talking about my Washington Capitals, and we're talking about a devastating loss to our arch-rival Pittsburgh Penguins, 4-3, tonight at Pittsburgh Paint Arena, PPG Arena. Uh, paints arena excuse me let me get it right uh devastating loss as uh gino malkin ends it with 120 off of a terrible pizza from anthony mantha things were going great we were trailing three nothing we come all the way back to tie it and with one minute 20 seconds gino malkin evgeny malkin of the pittsburgh penguins buries the hopes and dreams of any kind of wild card playoff action uh, in the foreseeable future. I mean, the writing was on the wall that we probably weren't going to make it anyways, but this should uh, pretty much bury uh, any hopes as the Penguins get the all-important two points. Capitals come away with nothing, and now they're in a real big hole with very little time left. It seems like the last time we talked to you about the Caps was uh, about a month ago, and we were saying the same things. Yes, they've still been around, uh, but uh, disgruntled mailman here tonight. I felt good about this game, actually, um, but it was not meant to be. We're going to play the highlights here of some of the goals, and then we're going to bring on our buddy, Scott Lanham, from back there. In the DMV. Uh, also, he's still alive in my fantasy playoffs of the league I'm running. The Nova Fire Brigade. Scott Lanham, good luck to you, sir, the rest of the way. We got next week the uh, Stork Cup Finals. So we talk a little bit about that as well. Uh, and we talk a lot about uh, a disappointing, heartbreaking Capitals game. I really appreciate Scott for uh, encouraging, me, encouraging me to uh, do this show after the game. I was not wanting to do it after... Uh, the way that one, a gut punch, a uh, gut wrench loss. Um, you know, the Penguins are an older team. We're an older team that's sold at the deadline, uh, somewhat a little bit younger than we were. But uh, we've definitely got to see some changes next year, uh, Caps fans. And, uh, man, if tonight wasn't evident about a few of these guys, I don't know what will be. Uh, I'm excited. Uh, this team should get a long rest this summer. Had a good long look in the mirror, GMBM, Brian McClellan. Uh, Lavi, I just don't think this guy's coming back. But uh, we talk all that and more with Scott Lanham. Our thoughts on the game. Uh, appreciate you guys for any listens. Uh, enjoy the show. Here's Scott. Or no, first we're going to play the highlights, and then we'll go to Scott. I gave up 10 last I think he probably thought, well, it has to be better. Heinen plays it ahead for Paling. He can move. Paling scores! Ryan Paling makes it 1 0 Pittsburgh. 
it does not sound good. Apparently really lucky with his injury as severe as it was. Here's Ruido. Chad Ruido! An unlikely goal scorer for Pittsburgh. It's 2 to nothing. Chris Letang with Tom Wilson in a four check for Washington. Wilson played it back. Washington still killing a penalty. There's a power play goal. Jake Gensel right through Kemper as he went in alone. And it's three to nothing. Tang helps them regroup. They're waiting for Granlund to come on the ice. The turnover up high by Latang on the forehand. Kuznetsov has Wilson out in front, and he scores! Tom Wilson, a four-on-four -four goal, and Washington is on the board with 14.41 remaining. Doesn't matter if you're up or not, Ovi's going. Here he goes with a one-timer, and he scored! Helmet on, a power play goal. His 299th career power play goal adding to his NHL career record. Just has to go forward. No need for a play. Sherry passes it off. Strom has some room. Strom had it back. It went right to the crease. And he scores! Dylan Strom has tied it with 2.44 to go. Now Mantha carries through the neutral zone. Terrible turnover. Malkin goes in. everybody it's jimmy the mailman milstead here and welcome to another episode of the small package um it's a hockey podcast tonight it's episode 12 and we're talking washington capitals hockey and i'm bringing on for the second time on my podcast as a great guest my buddy firefighter scott lanham of the Nova Fire Brigade in my fantasy league. What is up, Scott? Hey, how's it going, everybody? It's a sad well, day for hockey here for us Capitals fans. Yeah, buddy. How, how's everything else going for you? Uh, Doing good. The, yeah. yeah. I've been working some overtime making that extra money. Stealing from the government, baby. Stealing yeah. from the government. <laughs> there you go. Save for next year's hockey tickets because we're going to. Yep. We got to get ready for next year. Uh, if yep. you. Are just joining us here tonight. It's um, Saturday night, March the twenty fifth, twenty twenty three. 
Man, time's fun. Usually, Scott, March is a, a slow-moving month for me personally. Uh, it's flying by this month for me. Uh, what about you? Yeah, I mean, for the most part, it, I mean, went away to Florida for a little bit in the beginning of the month. So, yeah, definitely made yeah. it go out, you know, speed up there. Wishing I was back in Florida with that weather. It's yeah. cold and rainy here. That's the same out here, buddy. Spring has not decided to show its face here yet. Yeah, it was sunny out here Wednesday. I had a day off. I cut my grass for the first time. Oh, no, it was the second time I cut grass, which is kind of insane when you live in Washington State, Scott, because once you start uh, cutting, it it never stops. Well, yeah. uh, (laughs) But anyways, uh, we're here tonight on the podcast talking about our Washington Capitals against the arch rival and hated Pittsburgh Penguins. Tonight, Scott, they're on uh, national TV, ABC, ESPN. And, um, you know, the Caps have been hanging around. We haven't talked about them here on the show for a while. Hanging around. Nobody seems to want those two wild card spots. Uh, But tonight it looks like the writing's on the wall for sure this time. I think uh, it's still mathematically there. But uh, tonight the Penguins beat the Capitals 4-3. to Um in heartbreaking fashion, as Evgeny Malkin uh, scores a late goal at 18:26 of the third period, after the Caps were down three nothing and come all the way back, Scott, to tie it up, the Penguins pull the um, carpet right from underneath of us. Um, your initial reaction on that game-winning goal from Gino Malkin? Uh, well, we saw who gave up the puck. Somebody, I mean, Mantha. He's either good or he shits the bed like he normally has this season which he did tonight i mean it was a horrible horrible giveaway yes giveaways like you said um it looks like the penguins had more on the stats i'm looking at i'm on uh sportsnet.ca i always like their website better than national hockey league site uh 15 giveaways for the penguins 10 for the caps but uh Seemed they like also took the they took the puck away eighteen times. Uh, yeah. Caps just couldn't seem to like take the puck away. Puck possession. Well, one of the turnovers for Pittsburgh hurt them. Yeah, which was the um the uh, Wilson goal or no was the tying goal I think it was. Yeah. Oh yeah, and but obviously Gensel's goal that was. Yeah, you know, I mean, I don't know what to be honest. I don't know what Wilson was thinking by, you know, passing it, trying to pass it back, which hopped over. They said Carlson, but I thought it was um, um, JVR stick, but and right to an o- wide open Gensel for an easy goal for him. Yeah. So then, yeah. obviously, then obviously the Malkin goal, easy rip rip off for the goal, and sometimes um. When you see like Malkin take that puck away and from Mantha, it's just in the back of your head before they even score. It's like this is going in, isn't it? And yep. sure enough, Gino buries it past Darcy Kemper. Uh, like we said, it was only there was only what um, a minute so something left. Yep. Uh, from at least getting a point out of this devastating loss, uh, this should for sure though uh, destroy anything, any chance for the Caps making the postseason. Yeah. Um, but uh, tonight, there at the Mellon Arena, I don't know, what, what do they call it these days? Uh, P- PPG Pates Arena. PPG. 
I haven't been to the new arena yet, Scott. Uh, I went to Mellon Arena once, the old Civic Arena. Uh huh. Oh man, what a dump that was! But uh, Igloo. Yep. Yeah. Uh, eighteen thousand four hundred fifty-six. Uh, there were some Caps fans there. There's usually a good yep. contingency of uh, contingency of red showing up. Uh, yep. Casey DeSmith. Um, oh my God, he was he stood on his head for most of it. Yeah, if I recall, he started all the games this year. Unless um, I know yep. he started the first one. Jari. He's he started all three. Yeah, DeSmith. Uh, he's only fourteen, fifteen, and four on the season. But I swear to God, every time. He plays the Caps. He looks like Pat Wall or Yaroslav Herlak yep. from Demons past uh, Canadians beating us in 2010. Yeah. Uh, that's, talk about a heartbreaker. But Kemper, um, he's under 500 as well now, 21, 23, and 5 with the loss. I mean, Keegan like, got the game winner. I mean, they were saying he's like, um, for the games he has started, he has the fourth worst goal support. Yeah. So, well, it was a great first period. Yeah, I obtained um scoreless first period, and then lo and behold, in the second period, the Penguins jump out in front two nothing, and then you're just thinking to yourself again, uh, you know, you're not giving Kemper any run support here, and like we said, they started off quick in the third with the Gensel five hole shot. Wow. Um, I mean, we yeah, shot. We I think shot that was some foot though. I think. Yeah. I mean, honestly, the the two on one with Ovi and Carlson. Carlson had the wide open net and shot it basically right back at DeSmith for the save. When he should have, you know. I mean, Grant. I mean, I'm not a hockey player, so I don't know how easy to, you know, accuracy is on the shot. But he had a wide open and yeah on the left hand side and shot it towards the right. <laughs> Well, in Carly's defense, second game back, I think yeah. he looked pretty good. Ron, yeah. Uh, I think on the broadcast he said, I, I, I'm not back there anymore, Scott. I can't go to see these guys. I don't know. There hasn't been many practices from what I hear that these guys get. Right. With the, such a busy schedule anymore, just like morning skates, I guess. But, uh, you know, stick taps to Carly after that devastating injury. Oh, yeah. been out three months. Uh, that was actually the first interview I saw him tonight with um, Emily Kaplan. Mm-hmm. And, uh, man, I'm just glad he's back playing hockey. Yeah. He was chomping at the bit, he said. And he looked good the other night. Uh, who we beat? Uh, Chicago. Of course, it was Chicago Blackhawks. But he looked like he hadn't missed a step. But, yeah, like well, he said. said he since he'd been, you know, really, he felt good after like two weeks or something like that after the injury. He they had him doing a bunch of cardio, so that's why. I mean, he he really didn't seem like he was slowed at it, at all on his first two games back. Yeah. So looking at Carly's stats here, real quick before we dive into other stuff. Um, where the heck is it? Oh, I'm looking at the Penguins. Uh, Carly, what is he averaging? Um. 26 minutes, 53 seconds, this guy skated, Scott. Yep. Uh, he did have the giveaway. Yeah. Uh, block shot. Seven shots on goal, Carly. I know he was, he's was. he been looking great on the power play. It's good to have him back there. Yes. Well, and he had the assist. So. But Pittsburgh had 40 shots to the Caps, 34. So they're peppering Kepper 
I thought Kemper looked really focused early in the game. Um, then he kind of went sour a little bit. I know I was talking to Mark Wood during the game, Scott, and um, Mark's just not a Kemper fan, man. What are your deep down thoughts of Kemper? I mean, I I think he's been decent. He's been he's been decent. I mean, I mean, you got to kind of look at him. I mean, obviously, like I said, he hasn't got the run support this year. But, I mean, he's, you know, when you're a really good goaltender, you don't go, you know, you pretty much stick for, with one, maybe two teams through your, throughout your career. He's been on what, Washington's now is like, what, fourth or fifth team? Um, and knowing he won the Cup last year and Colorado felt it was okay to let their Stanley Cup winning goaltender go, might speak something. I mean, yeah, they he, he performed good in the playoffs, but it's like Colorado was a high-scoring team, so make probably made up for his deficiencies going to a team that's now lacking scoring. It now it shows, you know, really how good he is. Yeah, he does have five shutouts this year, tied yeah. for the league lead. Uh, uh, I believe Sorokin was the other guy. New York Islanders, who also yes. is a goalie that doesn't get a lot of run support. That'll be the Caps, um, I believe, their next opponent on TNT, if I'm not mistaken. They might have another game. but I think they have a game in I don't between. Think they... Okay. I don't have the schedule up in front of me right now, but uh, that Islander game doesn't seem probably as meaningful now because I don't know if nah. the Caps are going to have enough leg room here. Um, I will never say never until the fat lady sings and says the math is terrible. But tonight... It was terrible, and um, it was really sad to see Sonny Milano. Um, I, I guess he's got an upper body injury. Do you, do you know what happened to him, Scott? Because I do not. They said it was some hard hit in the third period of um Chicago game. He finished the game, but I guess wasn't good enough to go tonight. Yeah, it's real sad. Uh, I really like that player. Yeah, I'm uh, glad we upped, him up, re-upped him. So we will see how Sonny – does um to the faceoff. So I think we did pretty good though on a Sidney Crosby team. I mean you should know this guy. Scott has Sidney Crosby on his fantasy team. Um uh, the Caps out faced uh or won the draws thirty four to twenty five tonight. Uh take a look at top face off guys. Nikki, he won five out of seven. Or no wait, he won he won five, lost seven. So his face-off percentage was 41.7. Nick Dowd, uh, he's really good. He won yeah. nine, lost four, almost 70% there. Kuzi's been doing really good in the draw uh, face-off dot. I might have some Kuzi news for you here at some point. Yeah, we'll get. let's get to you here after these stats real quick. Uh, Kuzi won nine to three, 75%. He was awesome in the dot. Uh, Oshi always takes a couple of draws here and there. Uh, he won three, lost two, and uh, Protus won one, so he's 100%. And uh, Stroman the Dot was seven wins, eight losses, so he needs to get his percentage up. Um, so, yeah, uh, what do you what do you think about Kuzi right now, Scott? Uh, not, nothing against Kuzi, but I was reading, I guess there's a – he wants out of Washington. Yeah, do you have the details on that? I didn't read that article. So, I guess um, – It's been two years going, right? Yeah, so this is, um, I guess, um, Al Pasher, the Atlantic, our former guy from um, oh, yeah. 
three. Yep. So he put out an article, I guess, for he did some interview. Kuzi did an interview for a Moscow um, paper or whatever, basically saying he's told his agent he wants out of Washington. And this has been going on now. This is not the first time he's requested a trade. So, wow. yeah. Yep. You know, I mean, he's one of my wife's favorite players. I know that. Uh, I, I'm always on board with Kuzi. I was, I, I was down on him. Uh, what was it? It was the COVID years. Right. Uh, obviously, I kind of discredit or discount anything that went on during the COVID stuff anymore. It's just like certain players that, you know, you can understand in that situation. Yeah. Uh, I thought he had a decent year last year. Yeah, but, last year he had a year, but his number's falling back off again this year. Yeah. I mean, great. now, let's, let's we kind of refresh. His goals have fallen off this year. I mean, yeah, he, leads sure. team, he leads the team with assists, but then again, back he out half the year. So that's kind of, Numbers are kind of construed there. But, yeah, I was actually kind of shocked with that, I guess. You know, and they've taken away his ice time, too. I mean, if you look, he was down on the third line tonight. Yeah, I mean, he, um, I did not hate his game tonight. Uh, he set up the first goal to Willie uh, with a lot of patience. Um, well, let's go over the scoring here real quick, Scott. Uh there was no score in the, the first period. I thought it was an exciting, like we said, fast-paced. Uh, how many shots were in the first? I don't even have it here. This, I need to get used to these box scores. Um, dang it, I don't see shots break down for periods here. This is going to go real well on my podcast. Um <laughs> All right, screw the shots. Uh, I don't know what the shots were in the first period, but we said it was 40 to 34 for the game. So um, in the first period, uh, there was no score. Uh, we get to the second period, and that's where kind of hell broke loose for the Caps. Ryan Paling takes advantage, uh, gets in behind um, Sandine. I didn't like how Sandine looked. I guess it wasn't his fault, but he was, no, that was not his fault right side it's just it didn't look good to me but he's kind of a minus player when it comes to defense but uh you know it is what it is brian paling scores his sixth goal of the year from danton heinen uh heinen's 14th assist of the year that was at 10 10 of the second so you're thinking okay caps need to get that second goal it doesn't happen we're down in an 0-2 hole chad ruweedle it seems like this guy um that's his first goal of the year scott well, it seems uh, years past though, Rudy Weedle has scored some important goals, especially in the playoffs against these yeah. Caps. He's kind of one of those guys that always um, gets his game up for the Caps. But he scores his first goal of the year. Scott uh, Zucker, who's having a good year, Jason Zucker, uh, his 20th assist. Michael Granlin, a new pickup from the Predators, uh, he got his 29th assist. And that was just two minutes later. And uh, here we go again, Scott. Um, down 0-2. The third period, Jake Gensel comes in on the breakaway, scores his 32nd goal from uh, Ricard Raquel, 26 assists. I, that guy's a great player. Uh, that was a power play, by the way. Yes, I guess there was some runover from th- uh, se- uh, second period. Yes. But then that Kuzi, 41 assists. That's what I that's what I was getting to, Scott. 41 assists for Kuzi on uh, Tom Wilson's ninth goal. He jammed it home. 
And then, uh, you know, we're, we're thinking um, we're back in this three to one. Especially uh, with Pittsburgh's blown leads all throughout the season. Yeah. Um, Kemper made some uh, decent saves to keep him in it. And D Smith was still, you know, making some great saves, but then lo and behold uh, on the power play, Ovi just rips a shot uh, for his 42nd. Apple is 822nd um, goal of his illustrious career. Um, this man never slows down. That was one of my favorite goals of his this year because I was I, I felt like we were tying it at that point. Scott Carly with his 15th assist, Dylan Strom with his 39th assist, all on the power play, and then Stromer ties it up uh, about what four minutes later. From Connor Sheary, his 20th assist, former Penguin, and Nick Abe Kubel, uh, Abe Kubel with his eighth assist of the year. And then, uh, that dagger at 1840 with one minute, 20 seconds left in the game. Mantha turnover, Malkin unassisted, 25th goal of the year. Chino celebrating. Yes, he was. Oh, man. He, was he was doing an Ovi so Sally there. Yes, he was. Um, so I guess back to the conversation with Kuzi, he has been, like you said, dishing the puck pretty well. Uh, just we need some more goal production, I think, out of him this year. But um, thoughts on the OB power play goal? Let's let's talk some good news. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said, said earlier before we started the recording, that was good and bad for me knowing who I'm going, the person I'm going up against has him in his yeah. lineup. So. Well, I've been there too, Scott. Is the difference. <laughs> yep. Um, in case anybody's wondering on my podcast here uh, that hasn't been listening, uh, we're in a fantasy league. Scott, my buddy Scott Lanham, is in the final four. He's playing my other buddy, Waylon Womack, and Waylon has um, Alex Ovechkin on his team. So I lost to Waylon, so I'm out. Uh, last week, Ovi hurt me real bad. Ovi had a great week last week, Scott. Yes, he did. And um, he's one of the reasons I'm eliminated. But um, like you said, yeah, I'll never not um, – I guess I was less enthusiastic in the Minnesota game because I knew we were losing that game too. <laughs> but Ovi uh, scored that one to uh, definitely eliminate me. But uh, congrats, by the way, on um, making it to the Final Four, buddy. Thank you, sir. So, um, yeah, man, uh, like we said, Ovi – Always got him to celebrate. Uh, it, it was electric, though. It seemed like they were going to tie it when Obi scored that goal to make it 3-2. to two. Yeah. And, um, man, I just don't understand this team comes all the way back 3-3, three, three, and they just can't seal the deal. It's just details in, the, details in this team's game. Uh, what, are you, what are you thinking right now for coaching, man? Who? First of all, you got to find a coach. Uh would you? I think we might have talked about this uh, on our, the previous time you were on with me. Do you want a new school coach, or are you like? Is there somebody out there like? Or is Laviolette for sure on here? Um, to be honest, I would have to say yes. Um, for the fact we get, that he's you know ten what nine games remaining, and actually what now eight. He's in the last eight games of his contract. The fact that we have heard no discussions whatsoever of anything with a, an extension. Yeah. Um. So, 
I'd probably say yes, especially if they don't make the playoffs. And granted, I mean, we all know the, the injuries have killed them, and they've held it. You know, even with the injuries, they're still in the hunt per se. Um, but I don't think it's gonna. To be honest, I don't think it's gonna happen unless Lobby doesn't want to come back. Um, because who's gonna if you're a coach? Who's going to want to come to the Caps knowing that you need to rebuild, but they're not going to rebuild for the fact of, you know, with Ovi. Um, but I don't know. I say if they do let Lobby go, the, um, what's his name? Uh, oh crap. The one who we just, that came up this year from Hershey. That's on our, um, one of the coaches now, like the defensive coach guy. Oh, Scott Allen? Yes. Yeah, he's done I a remarkable t- job. I think he would be a good candidate. Yeah, he's done a remarkable job with that PK. I guess he's um real defensive-oriented. I, I wonder. Right. I don't, I'm don't. i not as um, fluent with the Hershey Bears because I don't get the – I got. The, I saw one game of them. Uh, they were on the NHL Network out here on the West Coast uh, not too long ago. I saw uh, – I hear Connor McMichael's really tearing it up down there, Scott. Yeah. Uh, I think he's got a six-point uh, game streak uh, going. So it's good to see him uh, lighting up a little bit. Uh, it sounds kind of discouraging that Lapierre's kind of um, been hurt a lot because he's had some concussion issues in his past. Yeah. Um, can't remember some other guys down there. But uh, I really liked uh, Alexiab's game. Um uh, he had a trouble in the first period getting a puck out. It almost led to a goal, but I didn't see too much. I didn't see too much um, discouraging signs from uh, that kid. That's probably one of the biggest games he's, he's played in on the big level. Uh, what do you think of Alexei Alexia? Alexander Alexia? I think he's done pretty good. Honestly, I mean, you know, he had a nice, had a nice um, hip check. Yeah. The other night. I mean, he's just going to get better. I mean, the more and more he plays. So, I mean, yeah. I know he, had, he used to have injury issues. So, if he can, you know, in the minors and the, then, you know, even in the lower, the juniors. So, if he can stay healthy. So, I mean, that's a good thing. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad he's been able to get some more playing time. Uh, that's because Orloff obviously traded the Bruins. Uh, right. Also... Gus went to Toronto. Yeah. How is Gus doing anyways in Toronto? Uh, I haven't been I, keeping up I, with the Leafs. But <laughs> to be honest, I don't know. I think he led their power play the other night because I want to say Morgan Riley was out. Uh, but I could be wrong. I'll have to I'll have to check with Kevin Stork, the Leaf fan, on our next uh, fantasy uh, show. Yep. But I just haven't had a chance to watch too many Leafs games. So there's just too much going on with me watching WHL hockey. And I pretty much focus on the Caps or any national broadcast. And I, Toronto is going to be one of those teams, Scott, that are going to be featured here in the playoffs. Um, I'm going to yeah. want to watch that series. Um, we're going to take talk a lot. Just because Caps are out, Scott, we're going to talk a lot about the NHL playoffs. I hope you'll come back on with me. Sure. But, um, yeah, I, mean, so, um, I think our defense is set for next year with how it's set up now. Um, I think Irwin will be gone, and so that will – open up for um some of our younger defensemen as a seventh guy um so i mean 
Another reason why I think Lavi might be gone is I think McClellan might not be completely happy with Lavi. I think he's wanted to see some some of these young younger players, especially after the um, trade deadline, some of these younger players in there where Lavi still wants to stick with some of these veterans like where we've seen where Protus has been a scratch against with Mantha in the lineup, you know, think on those lines and some of these other players. So I think, I don't know. I think they might be button heads some there too. Yeah. I'm sure that'll come out, come to light here. Uh, well, he's, he kind of said it, but he kind of, yeah, he kind of downplayed it where he's like, you know, I'm putting the, you know, I'm built, bringing these players in. But I mean, ultimately, he's like, ultimately, it's the coach's decision on who he plays. Yeah. But and he, he kind of made it sound like he wasn't happy with some of the people he's played. Well, Protus is playing uh, pretty good hockey. Uh, he's been up and down recently. He did get 12 minutes tonight. Um, what do he have? Uh, he had a hit. He did give away the puck. Not too. I mean, he's running down there on that fourth line with Nick Dowd. I, well, I've loved Nick Dowd. You, you they can actually tell had him starting on the second tonight. Oh, was he? Yeah, with okay. Sonny out. They put him on the second line. Oh, okay. Who was on that fourth line? Sherry? M- Sherry and Mantha. And Mantha, okay. Got my head's elsewhere right now. Um, how, how are you thinking? Uh, what are you liking about Protus, man? I think he brings a big body game. I mean. Yes, and I mean, he. I mean, he definitely needs. You would think he would hit a little bit more yeah. than he does. Um, I know they. He said he worked on his skating in the off season to get a little bit faster, so he knew that's where he needed to work. So, um, I think. I mean, he's still a work in progress. I think. I mean, I think with some of these players, um, it seemed like some a lot of times they're afraid to shoot when. Um, where they look for the better, they look for the pass more than they look for shooting. And knowing we're low on goal scoring, I think we need to kind of get out of that. We need to look, start looking at people that are willing to shoot first, pass second, kind of thing. Yeah. Well, a guy I wish would finish more was Abe Kubel. He had a couple of chances. Um, we out hit Pittsburgh thirty-one to twenty-eight, so it was a hard-hitting game. Yeah. I think he's just had bad luck. I mean, he's had some yeah. great looks over, you know, throughout the season where he just hasn't been getting the luck to get past the goalie. He will definitely be back uh, next year. He signed a one-year deal. Uh, what's your score there for Edmonton? Two to two. Two to two. Okay. Wow. At the end of, at, at the end of two. Live update here on the podcast. Yeah. All right, Scott. Let me take a look. Let's take a look at these standings. I know. Um, this virtually hurts the Washington Capitals, helps the Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, today, Boston clinched the Atlantic. Uh, of course, they're pretty much going to be that President Trophy winners. Uh, what, what was it, Scott? Are they seven points away from the all-time? Um, seven wins away. Seven wins. Okay, seven wins, not seven points. Uh, that would take them to what, 63? Um, yes. They are 56, 11, and 5. Just a ridiculous. I mean, like, you know, the Caps make it to the postseason. I mean, what are we talking? Uh, Four-game sweep? Uh, not <laughs> to get, I mean, not to crap on our guys, but 
I mean, anything can happen in the playoffs, and you never know. But um, it's yeah, going to be hard. Number. It's just going to be tough for the Boston yeah. Bruins to uh, be outed. Yeah. Then you got that cold go ending tandem. Yeah, it's not happening. Like, I know it happened to Tampa. Uh, it happened to us in 2010. As a younger team, Boston's way more veteran team. Yes. But, um, yeah, man, they're looking good to maybe break that record. Uh, home At home, Scott, the Bruins are 33-3. and And um, on the road, 26-8-2. And and then just incredible. Now, I say where Boston definitely has the advantage over, like, the Tampa Bay situation. Tampa, you have Vasquez-Lassie. That's it. Yeah. Boston, both of their goaltenders are been lights out this year. So if one has a, you know, starts playing bad, you it's not like, you're like oh, you, you don't have no problems going to your backup. Exactly. So uh, Columbus that year beat them, and they were barely in the playoffs. Uh, Bobrovsky stood on his head, if I recall. Yeah. And guys like Kucherov, they just lost their minds. So, and this was pre Stanley Cup Lightning. For this group, that group. So uh, there, there's a lot of veteran savvy guys on this Boston. They, there's a few that won the cup. Yes. And um, I just don't see that happening, at no. least in the first round. No, uh, definitely not. Jersey, they um, clinched a playoff spot today, Scott, uh, but they're still behind Carolina. Carolina in there as well. Uh, still up for grabs is the Metro. Uh, Carolina is at 47, 16, and 8. Uh, they're still a very good, uh, even without um, Sveshnikov. A lot of team, a lot of people have written the Carolina Hurricanes off. I'm not one of those. They've been guys, quiet the whole year. You know, they're just quietly where they're at the whole entire year. Because yeah. obviously, talks about Boston and New Jersey, which I mean, I understand it with New Jersey because I mean, last year they were pretty much in a rebuild to go where they're at. Now, what a year difference a year makes. I mean, it's, I just uh, uh, I just I'm a believer. I, I'm not the biggest fan of Ron Brendamore, but I think that guy's a hell of a coach. Uh, yeah, and I've been in that barn. It's loud as shit. It's a tough place to play. I we'll mean, see how the players trust him, and that's all that that's what it takes. So, um. I like that team. Uh, Devils, like we said, they clinched today, Scott. Uh, a fast young team, 46-19-8. Uh, they had the longest winning streak this season, if you remember. Uh, I want to say it was 15. I could be wrong. I think it was, it was 13, I think. Was it 13? Uh, it was way back in the beginning of the season, and that's how they got such a great start. But they've been solid, too, ever since. Jack Hughes, I believe, just hit the 40-goal mark. Uh, I like their defense, and obviously you know all about their goalie, Vitek Vanacek, uh, on your fantasy team. Um, definitely sad to see him go from Washington. What are you thinking of the goaltending in Jersey, man? Um, it's pretty – I mean, honestly, with Vitek, it's stout. I mean, they haven't – Wedgwood's another good one. I mean, Black Blackwood. Blackwood, Blackwood, yeah. Wedgwood's Black, in Dallas. Wedgwood was a former – Yeah, was a one. one of the woods. <laughs> yeah. But he can't stay healthy if his life depended on it. 
If you if he could stay healthy, that would be a good one-two tandem right there. Um, obviously, VTech would probably be your number is earned the number one. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's it's sad to say. You know, everybody's complained about you know for our caps the goaltending. I think we need to stop complaining about the. It's time to stop complaining about the goaltending and look. It's not goaltending is our problem. It's team defense. I mean, when you have people like Sammy, Vitek, Copley, and Copley, their records speak for themselves with their new teams. I mean, the fact that Copley was um, able to, you know, dethrone Jonathan Quick as their goaltender speaks volumes. I always liked Copley, man, and I still don't yes. understand why he didn't get a chance. Uh, this is before Sammy and Vitek. Um, yeah. It's like he, maybe he, he was good in the um, for the Bears. Then St. Louis, we got you know traded him with to St. Louis with to get Oshi. Got him back. Was that backup the one year for Braden? Was stellar. Send him back down to Hersh, I mean, to Hershey. Another solid year there and gone. Yeah, the Caps. Um, they do have some promise in the in the system. Uh, the NCAA. College uh, Frozen Four's underway. Uh, Harvard got eliminated pretty bad, but uh, that goalie for them, and I can't remember his name. It's not Hunter Shepard. Um, God, I, I'm on a podcast, Scott, and I can't – I don't have my stats in front of me. Um, there's a kid for Harvard that signed with the Capitals, and he's damn good. Yeah. Uh, so there's some hope in the pipeline. Yeah, I mean, uh, Fukali's looked good, though, the times he's been up too yeah. for us. I mean, yeah. And he had two shutouts uh, when his first start yes. was uh, ever. That's unbelievable. Yeah. I think that was an NHL record or something. If I recall, that was a couple years ago. But yeah, um, yeah. There's some promise down there um, for goaltending. The Caps seem to always develop goalies very well, and then uh, you know somehow yeah. end up on other teams. But um, I digress. Yeah, I mean, obviously, we always forget. Look at I mean, look at Grubauer. He's, I mean, did fabulous with Colorado. Yeah, he's been hot and cold ever since. But uh, well, he won today. I think I think injuries has played a factor with that. And last yeah. year, obviously, Seattle was not that good. Nah, they so, look like they're going to make it though, Scott. This year, yeah. I'll tell you that uh, they won seven to two today. Yes, they did. Predators. That hurt the Predators real bad. Um, back to the standing. Oh, go ahead. Nationals rebuilding too, so. Yeah. I like what they've done. We talked about that on, uh, another, um, sorry if I cracked a beer and it hurt anybody's ears, but, uh, we're, um, drowning in our miseries here, Caps fans. Uh, still love talking about hockey and I'm glad Scott, Scott for, uh, swayed me to let's keep the show going because I was like. So down when the game was ended, and uh, Scott's like, I'm ready to do the show, so I couldn't let my buddy down. Um, New York Rangers, Scott, they won today. They beat Florida Panthers, and that's the thing with this wild card race. Until the Penguins beat us, it seems like nobody wants this um, yep. this wild card race, but uh, Pittsburgh really improved their chances with the win today. Yeah, uh, now the Rangers, the Rangers beat the Panthers today, Scott. Uh, what was it, 3-2? to two? They're 43-20-10. How do you liking them? Um, I mean, obviously you got solid goaltending with um, Stisterkin. 
you know, Patrick Kane was and Tarasenko have been great pickups for them. Um, you know, I mean, obviously they already had a good team. To be honest, they already had a good team when you have the Breadman, you know, and Zajana Bad and yeah. Adam Fox. I mean, get that kid line. Uh, I think yep. that helped them out today. Lafreniere's starting to um, show that number one draft status. Uh, they, those guys were awesome in the playoffs last year. Philip Edel. Yeah. And um, who's the other kid? I'm um, Finnish kid. Uh, Kako Kako. Yeah. Say that ten times. I know. Uh, he was <laughs> right behind Jack Hughes that one year. Number two. Um, good pick there. So, Rangers... If they get the power play taken away from them, though, I'm kind of suspect on them, but we'll see. Yeah, I mean, I they think they'll score. They're starting to get better. I mean, obviously, the, the, you know, when you add in people, like I said, with Kane and Tarasenko, um, it's going to take a – they're not just going to gel right off the bat, especially, I mean, especially Tarasenko, who came completely different system – um, than what the Rangers play, so take some time to get used to it. Oh, I'm correcting myself. The Rangers won four to three, not three to two over the Florida Panthers. Florida Panthers, yeah. one of those teams. Um, they blew a two goal lead. Is that right? Yeah, I was at work for that one. Um, Toronto Maple Leafs. They dropped one to the Carolina Hurricanes today, five to three. They're uh, 43, 20 and nine, Scott. Um, they, they kind of struggle more on the road. They're 18, 13, and 4, but uh, 25, 7, and 5 at the um, Air Canada Center. Yeah. Um, they're still above Tampa Bay, and that's going to be the matchup pretty much locked in, I would think, right? Um, Tampa, 42, 26, and 6. They're the ones that lost to the Bruins today. Um, Tampa looks a little long in the tooth right now. A very good home team, Scott. 25-7-5, but not that good on the road. 17-19-1. They're getting beat up on the road. Uh, I think they're a little tired from all that Stanley Cup appearances. <laughs> yeah. On Tampa. Yeah. Um, yeah, they've definitely played a lot of hockey the last couple of years. So it might be catching up to them, especially with um, Vasilevsky. I mean, knowing he plays probably 95% of the games for him every season, it's going to start taking a toll on him, I'm sure. Yeah, they, um, what am I saying here? Uh, that was the first game of the day. Where's the score at? Sportsnet. Boston beat him. Yeah. Um, for some reason, Sportsnet's failing me right now. I don't see what the uh, score was. Uh, Boston won 2-1. to 2-1? to one? Okay. Up, uh, Hathaway had the game winner. Yeah, I remember they uh, started off that game with a fight, and Hathaway was yep, Hathaway, right? Yeah, like 12 seconds into the game. I was, like, looking at my phone for that while I was delivering um, J Street in Centralia, Washington. I'm, like, pausing for a minute. Watching this action, but um, Tampa Bay definitely gonna have to get better on the road. This could be Tampa, uh, Toronto's year to get past the first round if um, they can tire out Tampa Bay. And then we get to the wild card spots. Scott for the seventh and eighth, their uh, Islanders hold it right now, number seven. 
Um, so they would take on Carolina at this point if this was the end of the season, but it's not. Uh, 37, 28, and 9 are the fish sticks. Um, again, another not too good road team. Uh, 16, 15, and 6. Uh, they are better on their new facility. Better than last year. Yeah. 21, 21, 13, and 3. They went 0 for the century uh, when they first cut the ribbon in that building. Uh, and then the Penguins, you got to think, um, they have some life after tonight. 36, 27, and 10 now are the Penguins. 82 points. Uh, I guess I should have been listing off these points here. I forgot to list the most important thing in the standings, Scott. Uh, Penguins 16, 16, and 5 now on the road, uh, 20, 11, and 5. So, um, who, do you, who do you have? I guess I should ask you, Scott, who do you, who do you, who do you have out of these guys, bubble teams making the wild card? To be honest, it's hard to say because, like you said, it seems like nobody wants it. I mean, Pittsburgh has, has lost a few games now. Um, Florida had had a 2 nothing lead earlier and blew that to, you know, where they could, well, temporarily le- leapfrogged Pittsburgh because Pittsburgh would have taken it right back with after the win. Um, I mean, obviously the Islanders getting shut out today. So... Um, By the way, Scott, the Caps' next game is Wednesday, so we got oh, a long okay. break. We play Probably the Islanders did. next. Um... So, I think it'll probably end up being the two teams, Islanders and Pittsburgh. It might they might flip flop again, so where um, Pittsburgh's the number one wild card, Islanders are number two. Because um, I mean, Pittsburgh only has uh, their remaining games three teams that are in the playoffs. Yeah, I was gonna say they played Detroit next, and Detroit's been in the tank here a little bit. Um, Islanders get a tough Jersey team. I wonder if Jersey, since they've clinched, now they got to still be wanting to play because I think they, they want to win that division. So I think you're going to get a tough matchup from Jersey there, New York Islander fan. Um, yeah. Florida, this is going to be a ball buster match on Monday, Scott. They're taking on Ottawa. It's still kind of like the Caps. Uh, they're pretty much out of it, but they've been playing some good, better yeah. than the Caps, but... They've been playing some good offensive brand of hockey. Timmy Stutzla, that guy's unbelievable. Uh, they're definitely going to be a team to reckon with next year. And then Buffalo, they they won, they beat the Islanders today two to nothing. They got the Canadians on Monday, and that's I think the Canadians won today, but they're still one of the worst teams. They're in the yard yeah. hole. Uh, yeah, they so Buffalo. But I, I would have to say Florida. Pittsburgh and the Islanders are battling for the last two spots. Yeah. Um, Florida, 36, 30, and 7. Uh, they're terrible road team, 15, 18, and 3, Scott. But 21, 12, and 4 down there at the um, sunrise. Oh, so, to be honest, I, I don't want Florida to win. Get in. Is that right? Yeah. I think it was stupid what they did with let, letting that coach go. Oh, um. <laughs> Our guy, um, Andrew yeah. Burnett? Yeah. Yeah. Burnett. I mean, he, he's he, enjoying life with the Devils right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like he, he took them to, you know, the, they, they were the President's Trophy winner last year, right? Exactly. Not, like, yeah, I mean, after he, he, he was phenomenal last year. And 
you know, what do they do? Oh, nope, sorry, we're letting you go. I think because just because um, what's his name from Vegas came available, it's like, yeah, no. How can you do that? He was awesome as their coach. So, yeah. I think, yeah. It'd, be, I think it'd be nice if they don't make the playoffs because where you can say, huh, yeah, look what happens when you let me go. So right now it would be Pittsburgh and Boston. It would be the Islanders and Carolina. It would be Toronto, Tampa Bay. And give me that, um, what do they call it, the um, Hudson Valley River rivalry, right? Or uh, Hudson, what is it? The Hudson, uh, oh, man, I'm losing my marbles tonight, Scott. I don't know. The Hudson rivalry, um, Jersey and Rangers. Gotcha. Uh, is it a river? Yeah. The Hudson River? Yeah, I don't know why I'm thinking it's not a river. It's like, it's not a lake. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a river. Yeah, Hudson River rivalry, right? I think that's what they called it. Uh, Jersey and Rangers. We've seen some great stuff back in our day. The good old Patrick DeBoer. Yeah, the good old Patrick. I would sign me up for that series. I want to see that one. But uh, right now, those would be your playoff matchups if the season was ending today. Uh, Our beloved Washington Capitals dropped to 34-32-8, and uh, 17-14-5 at home. We've seen better days there at Capital One. And we're under 500 on the road, 17, 18, and 3. Six points now, Scott, out of the old wild card spot. Yeah. And um, not many games left to go. 74 games played, buddy. Yeah. Like I said, so, I think we need to, we need to lose. Yeah. As much as, much as it sucks to, for to say, we need to start tanking. Yeah, before we wrap it up, um, we won't go over the West too much, but uh, who are you liking out of the West right now? Vegas. Wow. What's the score of that game right now? Well, 2-2. Two, two. Uh, I, I look like a fool on my preseason picks. I did not give any credit to Vegas. Uh, even with Logan Thompson not playing, they're, they're impressing me. Jack Eichel might be, or he very well is, playoff bound for the of his career. He scored tonight. Did he? Yeah. i got to catch the highlights. Um, and also, the Minnesota Wild have really, like, why couldn't uh, they do this last year, Scott? I had a futures. 3-2 Vegas. Oh, my God, as we speak. Marcus, Marcia Show, just, um. Oh, my wife's favorite player, not. She hates that guy. John Marcia Show with the game winner right now? With 12.45 to go. Wow. That's going to um, be good for you in fantasy if yes. Skinner, or, uh, Stu Skinner can lose. Yep. So that'll be exciting for yeah. you. Uh, but back to the West, uh, what are you thinking about the Minnesota Wild? Holy crap, I had a futures on these guys last year. Why couldn't they have done this? Uh, they got outed last year to the Blues in a first-round match. Blues were obviously better last year. Um, Minnesota's been bringing it, buddy. Who do you think yeah. out in the West? Honestly? The Kings. Yeah, me too. Me, me too. Copley is playing lights out. I mean, Kopitar has been having a great season. So, I mean, I mean, I, you know, you that's the one thing. I, that's the one thing, Scott, on my preseason picks I've hit on. I had the um, Kings in the final four this year. 
uh, my mean, Stanley Cup still, pick. You still have Drew Doughty, too, so, I mean, yeah. you, they still got some um, people from the Stanley Cup years on there. Not many, but there's still Mikey Anderson, man. Uh, he's a he's not a household name yet, but uh, he's one of the guys. Um, the Kings lost to the Oilers last year, but he gave McDavid fits last year. If you watched any of that series, they know how to play defense in the playoffs. Yeah, I love the Kings. Um, yeah. I think they're good. Uh, I'm a big believer in the Dallas Stars, but sometimes they do dumb stuff. Yeah. Uh, Colorado, you can't count up the defending Stanley Cup champs. But uh, talking about Tampa. Um, you wonder if maybe they're a little bit tired. Right. They still haven't even had Gabriel Landeskog back. Yeah, I think that's so. – if he can make it back to the playoffs, I, then I will give Colorado a chance. Yeah. Um, if not, I don't see them – they, they'll probably make it to the second, but I don't see them making past the second without Landeskog. Uh, the Kraken with a big win today against Nashville, they, they pretty much look pretty good to make the playoffs. They're 40-24-8. Uh, they're a much they're talk- better road team. Yeah, they were talking about them during the Caps game. And it, after today's win, they, they were almost saying it's pretty much might be a lock that they're going to make it. Yeah. Nashville didn't do themselves any favors losing big time there to Seattle. They're one of the teams that needed a win, just like the Caps. But uh, it's interesting, Scott. Um, Climate Pledge out here is an electric arena. They're only 16, 15, and 4. I know this town would lose their minds over in the playoffs, uh, but a very good road team are the Kraken, 24-9-4. I would not want to play them yeah. as a higher seed. Yeah. Uh, Winnipeg does not scare me lately. They mm. look like they're that last team because I am not impressed, Scott, with the Calgary Flames. They've been shitting no. the bed all year. So, yeah. I mean, they, I think they thought they were going to pick up a Huberto, um and oh, um, Kadri would make up for the losses that they had um, yeah. with um, Johnny Hockey. Um, but now. Yeah, Huberto, 100-point guy last year. He's only got 40-some, 40 40-some, 40 45 points or something. Yeah. Ridiculous. So, uh, something's got to change there. I don't know. Daryl Sutter coaching style. Not fitting Johnny Huberto. Definitely not. So I'm I'm not really thinking Calgary's going to make it, but we'll see. Uh, so if the playoffs started today, it'd be Winnipeg and Vegas. That's a rematch from 2018 Clarence Campbell final. Um, when our not Caps won. Vegas. <laughs> yeah, Seattle would take on many. That would be an interesting series. They're playing this week. Uh, mm. Sign me up for this series, LA and Edmonton. I always I want to see LA take on Vegas because of the Jonathan Quick factor. But oh I think yeah, we're gonna we'll get a dandy with Edmonton and LA, a rematch from last year. And what about this Dallas Colorado matchup? Holy crap! That's a somebody is going home early. That's going to be a really big time contender uh, if this is the matchup. But um, still, what? Nine to ten games left for some of these teams. Yeah. Um, Nashville still, their hope is they've only played 71 games, but they're just failing on capitalizing on these things. So Yeah, I don't see Nashville's not going to make it. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, buddy. So, a deflating night for us and our caps. Uh, yeah. Any other capitals 
things you want to talk about before we wrap her up? Um, I mean, obviously, Ovi getting another one. I mean, what, 74 goals away? It's insane. Yeah. Insane. I, I am never going to doubt this man again. I, I think I had him pegged for maybe 35 goals this year. And the, the man, you know, like we said, I think they would have, what, eight games left? Yes. Or, yeah. I mean, 42 goals. Man, Let's see, can, can I wonder, break 50 mark. I would love it. I would love it, but I haven't even seen the quality of opponents yet. I mean, winning is the most important to me, but um, watching this man play hockey has been a thrill, and I've never taken him for granted, that's for sure. Um, yeah. <laughs> right now, that's the only reason to watch the Capitals. <laughs> let's, give, um, let's give Scott... The floor here. I want to take a look at your fantasy matchup. Scott Lanham is the Nova Fire Brigade in the league fantasy hockey guys. Uh, he is trailing 11 to 7 as we speak. He's got one Oops. more day, including uh, there might be a couple of late games still going, right? Um, Are everything done? Yeah, I think everything's done. Oh, crap. All right, so you have one more day, Scotty. Yep. Uh, you're down. You're down in goals, eleven to ten to Wayland. So you're losing by one. I think you can you can get that get that category. Uh, you guys are tied in points. This is what Wayland did to me last week, Scott. We're tied he in assists. He has one more point. Yeah, that's what I meant. Uh, tied in assists, twenty-one all. So he has uh, Wayland has thirty-two to Scott's thirty-one in points. Uh, plus minus for you guys is pretty good. Uh, you're winning that plus seven to plus five. Um, he's, he's out gooning you. He's out gooning you. Grab a goon, man. Uh, 24 penalty minutes for uh, Waylon. I don't think I can pick up somebody that's going to give me 14-plus um, minutes of penalties. Scott, this is what killed me last week. Do you remember T.J. Oshie? He got in the fight. And yeah. Two minute extra. He ended up with 19 penalty minutes. Wow. And Waylon beat me in that just because of T.J. Oshie. It only takes one guy. Yeah. So you got to be lucky about it. But um, And you know what sucks? I was going to pick up Tory Krug. That day, uh, in another game, he ends up like getting an ungodly amount of penalty minutes. Uh, he's in the box and he's just bashing his stick. And I heard it was kids' day there in St. Louis that day. Maybe I need, maybe just, I need if uh, Minnesota's playing tomorrow and pick up Ryan Reeves. <laughs> yeah. So uh, he's actually scoring goals too. I think he's got his fifth goal today uh, after not having a goal forever uh, this year. He's kind of been on a little goal scoring streak that's like then that must be like four goals in his last like five or six games something like that yeah um power play you guys are pretty close so uh, you're winning that two goals six assists and eight points uh he's got two goals four points and six or four assists six points um uh, here's where it shocks me for Whalen. he killed me last week in uh shorthanded points guy he had four shorties last week uh he, he doesn't have anything this week if I would have had, um, oh, who is it? Who would have had me, uh, if I would have had him in my lineup today? Um, Kalorn had, oh, a, uh, right? had a short hand oh. today and an assist. So, like, yeah. That's the I, unicorn I point that you need. Yep. So if you could grab one on Sunday. Um, here's what's shocking. You usually get a lot of GWGs. Uh, you don't have any. No. Whalen's got one. Um, so if you can get one of those, that'll make the score closer. Uh, shots on goal still winnable, but you better put some biscuits on 
And uh, we'll talk hockey again, Scott. Yes. Anytime, brother. I'll definitely get you on um, before the fantasy season ends. And we'll talk about, hopefully, about you hoisting that Stork Cup. So, yeah. Let's we'll hope. I'm, I don't know if I'm going to make it out of this round. Yeah. I, I feel positive has, for you, buddy. He has feeling, my number. Feeling positive for all of you guys. So, yep. It'll be, it'll, I'll be celebrating whoever wins it, but, um, of course we got to celebrate something Yep. because the caps will be on the golf course here before we know it. But, uh, I'm the mailman, Jimmy Milstead, uh, I'm the fireman, fireman, Scott Lanham. <laughs> be safe tomorrow, brother. And, uh, uh, I'll talk to you soon, buddy. Yes, you will. Enjoy the hockey. You too. All right, buddy. Good night. All right, night.